What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MGC. Today, I have on Kylie, who, well, to be honest, we don't really know what we talk about on this episode. I wanted to bring her on to talk about her dancing, to talk about her lighting and sound design, to talk about her life and her struggles and how she has to, like, work a million jobs to, like, get by. And I want to talk about her. But then at, like, minute 28... We just go off the rails and spend the next hour just talking about like DMT, metaphysical stuff. I'm sure we touched on ghosts and aliens and we just kind of go crazy. Uh, it was a lot of fun though because we just BS, you know, it's, it's cool to just sit down with a friend and just talk about nonsense. You know, I'll definitely have to have her back on, but this episode is just interesting. It's fun. I mean, you definitely do learn a lot about Kylie. So if you're going to come on here to learn about Kylie, I promise you, you definitely will because we just talk about nonsense. Um, but that's about it. Half hour in and we're... Just, we just get weird so um yeah <laughs> enjoy the episode thank you for stopping by if you like go ahead and like it comment if you got something to say and that's about it guys all right enjoy the episode peace okay so i want you to run me through what basically that the freelancing stuff or just and what you want to do or what you currently do what's your goal with your lighting your audio just your production like what what do you what is this so basically like it started out in high school and i just kind of did lighting for fun i was part of the tech club everything like that um and i really just you know gravitated towards lighting but then it just like started off as a hobby and then i you know got the offer to work at six flags which was a lot of fun um and originally when I went to go apply, I said, I'm a lighting designer. And they're like, oh, that's great. We've, you know, we need lighting oh, designers yes. and stuff. And then they threw me on an all sound show. So oh, what the, <laughs> why? <laughs> don't know. Also, if you don't mind, what, what, I don't understand, what got you into lighting though? What about it was like, oh, this is me. It was, so it was the craziest thing. So I went to a performing arts high school and I majored in dance. But when I joined the tech club, I was like, oh, this would be really cool. Like, I should learn this. Uh-huh. And it was mainly audio. I don't know what is with me. <laughs> it was mainly audio, but they needed people for lighting. And they were like, oh, go learn this system on your own. So I kind of, like, taught myself how to do lighting. And it's not that hard. <laughs> now, when you say lighting... <clears throat> What do you primarily do? Like, you uh, code things to, like, go off at certain times? Or do you, like, know how to make sure, like, in cinema, your face looks correct under um, the lighting? Like, what, what kind of... Both. both. Okay. So, I basically more, I do stage lighting and, like, for concerts, shows, theater shows, et cetera, stuff like that. Okay. Um, So, pretty much, like, coding them and, you know, making sure that they go off in the proper place that they're supposed to go off in yeah. and you know what colors and stuff like that so that's kind of why i liked it because i could be more creative with lighting and i guess that's kind of why i liked it more than audio reminds me of uh, school of rock with that uh, <laughs> you ever seen the movie oh yeah um are you good at editing then because i feel like for you to be so meticulous with this kind of stuff like does it take I, a long time it so it's 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 a different it's difficult each time so it's different. I mean, not difficult. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but with there's different types of programs that you can use. Okay. Um, and a lot of them kind of already have preset things that you could do. And then you just move them to, like, where you want them on the stage and stuff like that. So things are, like, preset already. Yeah. When it comes to actually, like, physically designing everything and doing it and coding it the proper way that you want it to can be a little bit <laughs> a little difficult. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the main reasons why I had an interest in you is because 
like a lot of the people I have on the on the show, you're a really hard worker. Like you work all the time. You do a lot. Like just before you said you had four jobs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a yeah. that's. A, I mean, like Plus school. That's a, yeah, yeah. That. Which is like two jobs in one. I don't remember what it was. I read read the study a while ago where it said that if you're going to school. Um, you might as well not have a part-time job away from it because then you're not getting as much as you can out of school. Or you should just do a part-time job and take a break from school. But doing both, you suffer in work and in school. But some people don't have the luxury of doing one or the other. Right. I imagine you didn't have the luxury of doing one or the other. Like, going on to school, basically, I applied for, like, FAFSAs and scholarships and everything like that and never never saw a dime from anything. So I paid for everything out of my pocket and then it started to become like a little harder. So I picked up another job and then I picked up another job so that I could pay for school. Um, (laughs) Like, I don't understand though. Okay, so would you like, this this is the problem I have when people say they work four or five jobs. Because at one point in my life, I worked five jobs. Not a necessity, but I was like, I'm going to try to do this. But I realized I if I wanted to, you know, stock my week full of work hours, I really would only need like two jobs. Yeah. What's the benefit of having five? Do you not get enough hours at the other ones? Um, just because like how my schedule is like set up, like I I feel like I give my boss at my main job like such a headache. Yeah. But um, it's originally the reason why I pick up so many jobs is because I can never sit down. I. <laughs> That's pretty much all I have to say. Did like, you ever see the movie Taxi Cab? Yeah. You're we like, have watched you're, it. Oh, <laughs> you and I have both watched <laughs> it yes. in the same classroom. Yes. It's literally you. Yes. You're going to go running around murdering, like, pimps. That's, like, that's what happens. <laughs> that that's what happens. Well, or, yeah. like, not pimp. Well, I don't know. I'm getting carried away. <laughs> I, I'm not murdering anyone. You'll get <laughs> a mohawk <laughs> and just start blowing up a apartment building. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, that movie was so, awesome, by the way. Oh, it was great. So you're... I don't use the word excuse, but your explanation for why you have five or four instead of two is that you might as well. Is that basically well. it? Yeah, it's it's and it's also like a learning experience. Like every job that I have, I ta- I don't say like, oh, this is my job. Like this is my learning experience, basically. So I want yeah. like I'm going to school for business right now. So I'm in. A, Are you doing your bachelor's? Yes, I just I just graduated from the community college, but. Now I'm going for my bachelor's. So it's it's been a lot. <laughs> After I changed my major like seven times. As you can tell, I'm indecisive. <laughs> Jeez, man. That's that's true. That's Yeah. Well, I mean like that that's kind of common though. A lot of people oh, are yeah. like that. Um like even I have a big family, so this isn't really saying much, but even within my own family like change after change after change after change. Um the person I just had on He's a woodworker, and he's going for his MBA. Okay. Um, is that anything you'd be interested in doing? I don't know. I Maybe. Maybe down the line. I want to, like, actually start my life at some point. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that seems, that seems nice. Yeah. I'm move looking out. at the bigger picture. There's, it's, cause I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. Do you have, when it comes to money, because mm-hmm. you're paying for school, your, you know, I don't know how many hobbies you have other than maybe is you consider lighting and sound and production a hobby of yours? At this time, yeah. 
Okay. Um, because like I know, especially with everything like going on in the world, like I know it can't be a steady full time job yeah. as of right now. Yeah. Um, maybe down the line, you know, I'm kind of that kind of person that goes through life like, oh, you know, whatever gets thrown my way, I'll just go that way. So I don't know. I just maybe down the line, maybe I can open up my own lighting designing company or something like that. Like that would be cool. Um, but as of right now, it's just like a hobby. How? What's your stress level at? Very high. <laughs> Very high. Because, you know, um, not everyone out there is going to be a light designer or a sound designer. And everyone out there is going to have, you know, four or five jobs or going to school for business. But every single person is stressed out because their plate is full. I don't know yeah. one person who feels like their plate is empty or could be filled a little bit more. Like, yeah. everyone's got a full plate. Oh, yeah. And um, that's the thing. I, I just, it blows my mind. You know, trying to do all of that and still finding time to, like, work on things you enjoy. Do you enjoy business? Yes. Okay. You enjoy <laughs> that business. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm a business management major, so I think I like more of the leading part of it, not so much, like, the crunching numbers and kind of thing. Yeah, part of screw it. that. Yeah, no. I'm terrible at math. Terrible. And I have to take pre-calculus soon, and that's just not going <laughs> to How many years well. do you have left? I think about a year and a half until I get my bachelor's because I'm taking four classes at a time. What do you think the plan is after that? The plan pretty much is to maybe, you know, get as much money as I can together. Um, I pretty much already started saving for, like, when I move out and stuff like that. Um, and just, like, move out, find an apartment, or maybe, like, rent a house or something like that. Um, and then... Do you want to stay in New Jersey? Right now, yeah, because a lot of, you know, all my jobs are here. And, like, I don't want to leave them yet because one I just started, like, in December. And another one I started, like, in July after everything, like, happened in the world. Yeah. I would, I remember you getting that job. I, th I think yeah. we're thinking about the same oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it w I don't know. I'd probably stay in New Jersey. But if I had to move to, like, anywhere outs outside of New Jersey, I probably would. I where wouldn't would, go far. You, where would you go? Um, I've always kind of wanted, I've, which is kind of far from New Jersey, but I've always wanted to go to Florida. I've yeah. never actually been to Florida. Th that's where people go to retire. Like that's the, right. that's the state where you <laughs> go to die. Right. But I've never been to Disney. Yeah. And I've always wanted to go and I was supposed to go before, you know, Corona, but, uh, that kind of trashed it. Yeah. Well, my, my <laughs> mother just, uh, we just packed up all of her stuff to move to Florida. Um, and she's probably, she's going to be there for forever. I mean, like also you get a discount at Disney, right? So it's like yeah. pretty cool. But um, New Jersey is so hard to live in right now, especially with oh, the yeah. money and all the things that's happening with gas right now. Like on yeah, the, like I gas prices are crazy. Um, but I feel like if you have the means, I think you would flourish oh, in yeah. other states. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Especially because of what you're doing. I mean, like uh, for business, absolutely. Cause I don't listen. I'm not the business guy. I don't know what is and what is not going on anywhere. But I feel like. There's a lot better place for business and with the things that you enjoy with like production. Oh, yeah. Like Georgia, still on the East Coast. I mean, like that's the place to be for anything like that. Oh, I, I think that'd be, would you, given the opportunity between doing something for production and doing something like business related, like going to work for like a firm or something, I don't know if that even makes sense. Would you, but let's say the firm pays you more, yeah. what would you do? That's a tough question because like, my mindset is all over the place. My brain runs 900 miles an hour. Um, but 
basically what I want to do is I want to make as much money as I possibly can so that, you know, one day when I have a family and I have kids and whatever, I want them to be comfortable and I don't want them to ever worry about bills because, you know. Isn't that dream? Yep. Yeah. I never want them to worry about like we might lose our house one day or something like that. Um, you know, I don't want that ever to be on my kids. So I want to make as much money as I possibly can to not only support us when we currently are living in the, you know, whenever time we're living and I have a family, but I also want them to, like, be able to pay for college, too. So, like, I want to save as much money as I can throughout the years. How long you had that mindset about working for a family you don't have yet? Um, Pretty much since I was young. Like, yeah. I, I've always dreamt of having, like, a family. I've always wanted two kids, and that's it. Um. So I've always had that mindset that I just I want to be that person that can support my kids. I feel like <clears throat> it's very difficult or it's getting more and more difficult for people to have children. Oh, yeah. Um, like even like money aside, it's like you could have all the money in the world, but then it's still like time. Oh, yeah. And it's like both spouses are going to have to work and then like can't really raise your kids. And is that good for them? Is like having somebody yeah. else raise them for you. Like know, it's yeah. so it's so weird. Um, well, it's definitely a uh, <clears throat> it's definitely a tricky time nowadays. Um, you know, I, growing up, I was uh, not actually in school. <laughs> I was homeschooled. Oh, that's so, kind of cool, actually. Yeah, so... Uh, a lot of people are doing that now. Right. Well, they kind of have to. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, a lot of people are, like, pulling their kids out of school to oh, homeschool well, them. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. and, like, I'm, I'm always been, I've always been a big advocate for it, but the reason why I was homeschooled, and a lot of people don't understand that, they think, like, People that were homeschooled were like sheltered. And no, all this they're like stuff. the coolest people ever. Right? Thank they're you. S- they're <laughs> so much better at communicating with people. They're very mature. Oh, I, I totally <laughs> agree. Absolutely. I was, you know, I was um, I was around homeschooled kids my entire life, but I was also around like school kids because I was in dance and you know. Yeah, I, was I think that's so definitely important. Yeah, so I was, you know, I wasn't only just in like this homeschool like cult or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course you know not. what I mean? So like I was around like other kids that went to actual school. So, um, you know, but when the reason why I was homeschooled was because I was like really, really sick as a kid. Really. Like really sick. Yeah. Do you mind telling oh, yeah. what it was? Um. So when I was born, I was actually like uh, blue in the face. And I was a little brain dead. Um, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So, so, like, when I was born, like, the umbilical cord was, like, wrapped around my head. So, like, that caused a lot of problems. Yeah. Uh, as you can imagine. And apparently, like, I had a book. My dad told me, like, this big of, like, issues that were wrong with me. When oh, my born. God. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> like it was a lot. And they told my parents, like, that I wouldn't be able to walk, talk, read, write. I would just be, like, mush. I don't know. Um, so, like, my mom was like, oh, no, she'll be fine. Like, I, I know <laughs> she'll be fine. And, like, my dad was like, you say that as if You say that as if she's wrong. Right, like, no, like, yeah, but <laughs> my dad was like, I, she's lost <laughs> Mom, it. you idiot, I am like, not okay. No, like, this is, she's like, I don't know what's Jeez, wrong with her. Yeah. So, and then, like, a day went by, and, like, they did so many tests on me, saying, like, all these different things, like, my kidneys were shutting down, like... Everything besides my heart was pretty much not working, as it should have. Um, and then, like, a couple, like, a day or two later, they, like, did the exact same tests on me. Uh-huh. And, like, every issue that I had just went away. And it was, like, the craziest experience. What? But, like, from that. Experience. Well, like, yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> I remember. 
<laughs> the craziest experience. I remember the I, day. I'm it sure because my dad almost choked on a Motrin when I. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Your dad almost choked so like, on a Motrin. Yeah. So basically, what happened was like my parents That's lived awesome. up in Jersey City. I was born in Hoboken, but they okay. lived in Jersey City when I was younger. And my dad was like, just so tired. He didn't sleep for like hours. All right. So my my uncle was like, oh, let's go back to the apartment. Why don't you get some rest, like washed up, whatever. Like you seem like you're stressed. Like yeah. he was just told his firstborn was like going to be mush. Was going to die <laughs> so or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. So Anyone yeah, would you would be a little crazy. stressed out at that point. But um, then he almost died. He choked on <laughs> yeah, a Motrin. He literally, he went back to the apartment and he had such dry oh, mouth yeah. from not like drinking or eating oh, or geez, doing yeah. anything. All right. So like it got stuck in his throat. And thank That's God scary when that happens. Yeah. Thank God like my uncle was there because he like gave him the Heimlich maneuver and like, you know, got Can the Motrin out. Can you imagine like out of all the things to choke it's on, it's like the smallest. Right. Like, I'm like, I understand because I, I have like, my throat is like really small, like oh, yeah. biologically. So I get choking on things, but like for a normal man to choke on a Motrin, that must have pissed him off so much. <laughs> that he must have been so angry. He was. He was, actually. And he tells me that all the time. Okay. And every, every birthday, I have to hear the same story. You know, I almost <laughs> died for you. No, you didn't. No. You choked on a Motrin. You choked on a Motrin. It was just stuck in your throat. I did you it didn't for you. didn't drink anything. I did it for you. Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, so, like, since I was born, like, I had so many issues. I had, like, febrile seizures. I, ha- I still, to this day, have, like, What's hypoglycemia. It? Febrile what? seizures are basically, like... Um, when you get a fever, you'll end up having a seizure. Well, it's like that bad. Yeah. So. And what's the other thing you said? Uh, hypoglycemia, which is kind of it's it's hard to explain, but basically, like yeah, I speak to me as if I was a child. So basically. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. So hypoglycemia is basically like, um, it's it's closely related to diabetes, but it's not. So it okay. it goes off of your sugar. So like, if I have a hypoglycemic episode. Um, my sugar will skyrocket and then just drop and I'll pass out. Um, and I'll start slurring my words. That, and still, that still happens to you? Yeah. Uh, not as much as it used to. Is it like, are you fearful of that? Like, is that it just yes. sneaks up on you? Uh, yeah, because I I know when I'm going to have a hypoglycemic episode and, and I know how to stop it now. Because here. I'm ready. I'm ready. You tell me. <laughs> I have to eat sugar. You, you like pixie and sticks? <laughs> you got like pixie sticks in the back pocket? So I always have candy That's or awesome. I always have cookies or something on me because I actually can't eat pixie sticks. That's oh, really? a fun story. I'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. But um, yeah, so I always have like some type of candy or chips or something on me or a drink, like a sugary drink or something on me uh, just in case I start feeling like like I'm going to like I'm dizzy or something. Okay. Like, like I'll know because my body will start like shaking or my hands will get clammy. Um, when it gets really bad and I just don't eat for, like, 12 days. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> like, I'll, like, you know, start to slur my words and stuff like that, so. so wait, okay, tell the pixie stick thing before okay, I ask yeah, any yeah, questions. Yeah. So, tell, yeah. okay, so I was, I've been in That'd be like That sounds like the perfect snack. Right. But it's not. So, <laughs> and here's why. Um, so, basically, I was at a dance competition when I was really young. Okay. I was maybe, like, eight maybe 10 years old somewhere around there and I didn't eat because I suck and my mom was like you need to eat you need to eat you need to eat I never ate um because I don't like eating when I perform which is probably a bad idea with my high I understand what you mean but yeah like I can't eat if I'm going to perform because I feel like I'm going to throw up on stage yeah yeah yeah. don't really want to do that so of course not (laughs) who would want to do that so then like at competitions I don't know why 
But, I mean, I know why, because people want to spend money. Their kids want things and whatever. I actually got, when I worked a dance competition the other day, like, I got a jacket. But she oh, gave cool. it to me All for right. free because I work there. Of course. Anyway, so, <laughs> basically, they, like, set out tables of, like, merchandise from the competition. And then they have, like, candy. And I love Pixie Sticks. Loved them. I always had them. And then one day, because I didn't eat that day beforehand or during or after I got the pixie stick because I had money in my bag and I knew that my mom wouldn't allow me to but sorry mom I bought one by myself (laughs) and like I said I was like 10 um so I bought the pixie stick and I just chugged the entire thing down and it was like one of those jumbo oh that's disgusting right oh my god I was 10 years old I wouldn't do that now I wouldn't do that when I was ten. I oh my god! Oh, I was okay. just I was I was addicted to sugar. I think, but um, but oh, yeah. Wow. So I chugged the whole thing, okay. and then I started like having a hypoglycemic episode because it made my sugar skyrocket. You, are you sure it wasn't just because you didn't eat anything prior? It was because I didn't eat anything, and then I just had a jumbo sized pixie stick full of sugar. Yeah, and then it went into my stream. And it if you eat normally, me. though, can you have one? Oh yeah. Like, okay. I can, but, you know, I <laughs> it was very scary that day because I started blacking out and everything, and it it was just terrifying. A 10-year-old Kylie just fucking <laughs> loopy as hell, walking around, a, like, a studio or, like, a whatever. It was, yeah, it was like a convention. A warehouse. <laughs> Whose kid is this? <laughs> you look like you're, t- you're on acid. You're, like, on value. Just wandering the yeah, halls. Pretty much. And then, like, everything started, like, going into tunnel vision. It was bad. It's it was like, bad. is that a full-grown woman or a child? <laughs> what is happening right now? So you yeah. tell me you got, like, snacks in that purse over there? Yeah. So your whole- lifeline is 10 feet away. Yeah, pretty much. That's dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, I have, like, Milano's That's right. I've got... <laughs> lollipops right awesome. there. Oh, I love Milano's. Milano cookies, the oh, little yeah. chocolate. They're so, so simple. But they're I so know. good. Why are they so I, good? Well, I actually have a funny, well, not funny story. It's actually a kind of cute story. Um, about, about Milano cookies? About Milano's, yeah. And um, and goldfish. So when I was younger, my pop, who's my grandfather, a lot of people think it's my dad that I'm talking about, but it's my grandfather. Okay. Um, When I would always come over, he would always buy Milano cookies. Just I like a grandfather hated, would, though. Yeah, you know? I could have hated them, right? Yeah. I could have hated them. I could have hated goldfish, but he always had them. So every time I would go over there, he would always give me a Milano cookie. And I remember that so vividly. And yeah. that's like, now it's like my favorite cookie because like when he was five, when, when he was five. When oh he was God. five, he gave me Milano. <laughs> <laughs> when I was five, like my pop had passed away and he was like my best friend. So, like, now I'll always, like, have Milano cookies whenever I can because, like, it just reminds yeah. me of him, so. My yeah. great-grandfather did Malamars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, remember Yeah, my that. dad likes them. <laughs> yeah. So, back to you having, basically being born dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is there an, a word for everything you had or you just had a whole bunch of individual things? I just had so much. And because of, I, I honestly, they haven't really proven it yet. They really don't know how my body, like, works. But. <laughs> Were you born early? No. Born just on time? I was born a day late, actually. Oh, God. You should be, like, superwoman. Right. Yeah. No. Like, buff and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, No. It just left me with hypoglycemia and migraines. That's all it left me (laughs) as a parting gift. This one was in too long. Oh, and I also can't tan. That's what 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 do you mean you can't tan? I don't... You just sunburn? Or are you saying, like, your, your body won't change colors it won't change colors what yeah i was making a joke no you yeah. actually won't change colors no i won't will you, you get red though no 
Well, yes. I mean, when I burn, like, I'll get yeah. red. But then I'll go just straight back to Wednesday Adam's Pale. Well, I mean, like, some people are like that, though. Well, yeah. But, like, usually they're, uh, you know, have red hair and, like, that's their, you know, right. genetic makeup. I was born but with you're dark just, hair, blue eyes. And you're, like, really a reverse pale. albino. Yes. That's, an, that's awesome. That's <laughs> actually, that's all. No, that, I mean, like, no, yeah. no, if you're a reverse albino, you'd be, like, black as night. But, right. no, that's kind of cool. So it left me with that and a constant life of being called Casper. Um, oh, yeah. Is that <laughs> you got bullied at homeschool? No, uh, dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, you didn't get bullied at homeschool. Well, That'd that be would horrible. be horrible. Well, yeah, my parents <laughs> would be the worst parents in the world. It's like, wake up, Casper. It's time for math. <laughs> Stop, guys. Stop. You're my parents. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I, you know, I remember walking into my new, my, newest dance studio because i switched dance studios three times when i was younger yeah um so my last dance studio that i attended that i ended up working for um i'll never forget my friend raven she was like i don't know how how much younger is she she's four years younger than me so if i was like 12 or something she was like i can't do math right now how old? I have no idea. I can't do it. Just say young. She was younger than she was four years younger than me. Okay. So she came up to me like the first. She'd never met me before in her life. Okay. Never before. The first words that came out of her mouth were, "Do you ever go outside?" What? <laughs> well, I mean, like they're young. I mean, right. what do you expect? So, like, yeah, I was like, "What?" And she yeah. Goes, do you ever go outside? You're like, you're so pale. And I'm like. Yeah, like I go out in the sun all the time. I knew this girl that was actually allergic to to the sun. Yeah, and like she be allergic to the sun. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but she had she always had an umbrella with her. That's crazy. And like she's I've heard of it though. She was kind of an asshole though. I'm like it was elementary school, and I was like I do not like this girl. Sorry, you're watching. I don't don't even remember her name, but like she was so mean. Like I don't know. It's probably because she couldn't be a normal kid though. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's h- it, yeah, it's hard growing up with like. Yeah, did you ever feel like you were robbed of like childhood stuff because of how? You know? I mean, I didn't really know that it was happening. You know, uh, my parents kept me home, and they're like, "We want to keep you home so that we know that you're safe." Because like, especially with hypoglycemia, like you wouldn't know that I'm having a hypoglycemic episode unless yeah. you talk to me. So I would like start slurring my words, and I wouldn't make any sense. I would just like babble. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't know it. Like, I would look perfectly fine if I was just sitting at my desk like this and just looking at you because I'd just be staring, but I'd actually be, like, That's, like, out. a normal, like, seizure, too, right? Like, there's, like, different kinds of seizures where right. it's, like, ones you're just staring into space. Yeah, and the like other ones are you're, you're convulsing like, on yeah. the floor. Yeah. So, yeah, my febrile seizures went away, but there's still, like, a possibility where I could have a seizure. Okay. Um, if my fever does get too high. Not that I'm expecting you to say yes or wanting you to say yes, but do you have anything else <laughs> that's wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> Other than, like, the chronic migraines and the, the vision problems? No, not really. But, I like, those things are kind of normal. How m- So how much has this affected your life? Uh, I mean, it, it didn't... Do, do you not even realize? I because didn't, yeah. Like, when I was younger, obviously, I didn't realize what was going on. I just remember, like... Being in my house and then waking up in a hospital. Whoa. So, yeah, it was, like, always crazy. I do remember I was really young. I, I don't even know. Maybe around four. And I remember passing out in my house and, like, coming kind of two in, in the ambulance. And then, like, one of the EMTs, like, saw me and they were like, oh, 
Riley, are you up? Like, are you okay? And I was like, where am I? Who you know, like, you? like, who the hell are you? Like, where's my mom? My mom yeah. was like sitting next to me, obviously. But, you know, I was just like out of it. And then he was like, here, I have something for you. And he like gave me a little stuffed animal. And I'll never forget it sounds that. sounds like the most bizarre dream ever. I, it was. It was. And then like, I just, he gave me the stuffed animal. And then I just like passed out again. <laughs> like, and then I woke up in the hospital. God. It was like crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're, like wasted. Speaking of dreams. I thought you were going to say speaking of being wasted. No. I was like, oh, whoa, that's a huge, <laughs> a huge shift. Okay, uh, Kylie, sure. Let's no. talk about being wasted. <laughs> no, dreams. I was actually talking to my dad about it last night. Aren't okay. they, like, crazy? Don't even get me started. <laughs> so, recently, mm-hmm. and, and you know how I just made a joke, how what a shift. We're totally shifting. Yeah, we're shifting. I re- Okay, so I'm I'm about to say words like... I'm about to, or I'm about to say sentences that make it sound like I've done research and this is scientifically proven and it's not at all. This is just <laughs> this is just my perspective and okay. my and my um perception. Shoot. I imagine you're as you get older, right? When you're when you're younger, and uh, there's actually uh, there actually is proof to this. When you're younger, you um see things more vividly. Mm-hmm. You know, the older I get, the darker the sun looks. Right. Um. And for a couple of reasons, not only because, you know, my brain is literally changing, but also when I was younger, the br- the s- sun meant more than just daytime. Yeah. You know, when I was younger, I would, I, I would come out of the shower in the middle of the day and I'd look into my living room and watch the sunlight play with the dust in the air. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is perfect. But why do I now, when I come out of the shower in the middle of the day or when I uh, look out of the window while I'm eating something in the kitchen and I see the sun, I know that I should have that same feeling, but I don't. Why is that? I think it's because, like, imagination. Like, your, your well, yeah. imagination is always running wild when you're a kid. You don't have stress. You don't have anything like that. So, well, yeah, so and I, I promise you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this back to dreams. Yeah. So... The sun, when I was younger, used to mean more to me than it does now. Right now, all it means is daytime. Yeah. But if when I was younger, if I was taking a shower in the middle of the day, the sun was still out when I got out, right? It was the middle of the day. What does all this mean? Okay, I was taking a shower in the middle of the day. That would only happen during the summer. Right. The sun was out when I got out of the shower. That means there was still daylight left time for me to go outside and play. So it was summer. I was playing. I was taking a shower, and the sun just looked really pretty. Like, there's so many things coming together. And it also means I'm young. Right. There's so many things in that one memory, that one little thing that would make me, you know, this is what this time of the day, this is what the sun means to me. And when it, when it shines through the window and it plays with the dust, yes. But I don't have that feeling anymore. But I can go back and find it yeah. if I think about it. It's a memory, right? Yeah. So this is where I'm going to go back to the dreams. Your brain or parts of it, don't really, and this is what I meant when I said I'm going to say things that aren't true, they're just my perceptive yeah. perception. Your brain re- will remember things, but not realize that they ended. So if you try to remember a memory, mm-hmm. that part of your brain is stuck in that time of your life. It's never moved forward. Right. I recently had a dream um, where I was with, for some reason my little sister was there, I don't know why, but my little sister was there, my current girlfriend, and my ex. Had a mix up. Well, yeah, I don't know why my sister was there. <laughs> I have no idea why my little sister. That was that's honestly the weirdest part. But my ex, I was with her for like a year and a half. 
Um, she cheated on me. It destroyed me. It was horrible. And I like, I would think about it for like two more years afterwards. It, it was horrible. Um, and currently I, I'm madly in love with my girlfriend right now. And in October, it'll be three years. Oh my God. I know. Congrats. Right. Thank Wait, you. October what? We don't really know. It's like 14, uh, 16th. We don't know why. My anniversary is in October. And it's the 31st. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That's, that's the best thing ever. Yeah, it's awesome. Wow. I'm jealous. Um, but look, so in my dream, my ex was, my brain saw my ex through the memory of her n- still loving me. Yeah. So in my dream, my ex was in, still in love with me. And she was, you know, very nice to me and caring for me and loving with me. But I knew that she was going to eventually cheat on me. And my current girlfriend knew that I had to do something about this. And I had to tell that memory of the girl I used to love. I had to tell her, we can't do this anymore because you hurt me. But my brain doesn't know that. So I feel like in dreams, you can touch on touch upon memories, whether they're good or bad, and your brain doesn't realize that it's no longer like that because just like memories, there's a piece of your soul left behind. It'll always be there in that time period, and you can touch it. You can feel it, but you can never change it. And I feel like that's kind of what dreams are. I mean, like a lot of them don't make a lot of sense, but it's like <laughs> it's like a collage of everything put together. I'm mean, like, yeah. what's your weirdest dream? Oh, God, we don't want to get into that. I kind of do. <laughs> no. No. The most, okay, the, the one that's, like, stuck with you your entire life. Like, what's something you're like, oh, man, that dream was effed, man. Um, or cool, like, or A whatever. lot of my dreams were effed. Like. Give me, give me one. Especially, like, when I was younger, I had night terrors. I don't know why. I never watched any, like, horror movies when I was younger, but I always had night terrors. I have no clue why. The one dream, I mean, there's, like, the one nightmare, there's like multiple ones that I can remember. And like I could go on about this for hours and I can vividly remember them. But I think I'll explain this one because it's it's kind of funny. At okay, the same I'm time. ready. So <laughs> I was, uh, I had sleep paralysis one night. I hate that. I hate it. I hate sleep yeah, paralysis. Uh, uh, I just had it not that long ago, but like nothing really happened. It just like freaked me out. Yeah. And I like came to and turned my light on, but it's not exciting at all. But this one. I was maybe, it was around the time Michael Jackson died. So whenever he died, I don't remember the date. Um, But around that time era. And the reason I say Michael Jackson is because here's here's the fun part. I'm ready. So I was in sleep paralysis, and I, like, at that time, like, my bed was, like, in the middle of my room, basically. And it was, like, towards my door. So I can, like, see my door to the left, and then... You know, like, I had my TV to the right and everything. So I was kind of, like, in the middle. So all of a sudden, I, like, see a figure standing in my door, and I can't Uh, move. And I'm like, what is going on, right? And the figure was Michael Jackson. No! Oh, my God! Yeah, exactly. The scariest thing ever! (laughs) (laughs) It's the scariest thing ever! (laughs) No! But but here's the funny, like, not the funny part. It's not going to get funny. I'm going to have nightmares. No, I'm (laughs) sorry, but you you asked. So here we go. Oh, no. That's actually really funny. (laughs) (laughs) He's standing in my my doorway, and I'm like, holy crap, is, like, this Michael Jackson, like, standing in my doorway? Like, this is kind of weird. And then, like, he moved. Like, I closed my eyes, and I heard, hee-hee. Oh, right? no. Right? Now I'm hearing things, too, which isn't fun. And then every time I closed my eyes, like, he got closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to the point where he was sitting on top of me on my bed holding a knife. And I was like, this Jeez, is Carly, the... Yeah, the f- I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was... 
it was one of like the scariest like sleep paralysis dreams I ever had. But since I had like so many night terrors when I was younger, I learned how to like do lucid dreaming where you could control oh, your dreams. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. So it's it's a lot of fun, but sometimes I, I wake mm-hmm. up and I don't remember. Them. I wanted to look something up. Um, there's, I don't know if it's the pituitary gland. Um, <laughs> part of the uh, brain. Okay, this isn't is going to help. Is the pituitary gland like in your throat? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't anatomy. I failed that. It's, um... Oh no! Yeah, no. It's pineal gland. Is that does that sound right? Um, pineal I don't know what you're talking about. Pineal gland. I, I just put pineal glad. <laughs> idiot. Um, I th- yeah, I think it's the pineal gland. Pineal gland. I Words. I don't know if this is correct, but I'm pretty sure this is the part of the brain that makes DMT. Do you know what DMT is? Isn't that the stuff that like produces dreams and stuff like that in your brain? Um, we don't really know. Oh. Um. Dimethyltryptamine. We uh, speculate right. that it's what makes dreams. Um, a lot of people think that's you know where we go when we die. A lot of people right. think that's what connects us to uh, God if there is one. Right. But um, it's so weird because you think about like really weird dreams mm-hmm. and like of course yours is very humorous. Not I'm a like, lot of them. I know. I'm like, that, it's, that it's, one, that's yes. scary. Yes. Like, especially it, as like it's a only young it, kid. it's humorous. Maybe like ten years later, but right. <laughs> and it's, right. no, it's right. definitely scary. Right. But um, is you think like the, like if uh, so that, that that part of your brain that supposedly maybe makes dreams with the DMT, um, and I've talked about it many times on, on this uh, show where um, every single living animal, plant, whatever, they, it all has DMT. Right. And I always, and I speculate a lot of people speculate that's what connects us all together. It's like the Avatar movie with the blue people. Mm-hmm. It's like so. It's like yeah. you could uh, you could potentially have dreams with memories of people and things and um, like imaginations, or whatever that aren't even yours and other people's right. because of DMT. And how crazy would that be? How crazy it's would it be? Wild. Like you shared a dream that Michael Jackson had of like killing children. Oh that God. is really far fetched and <laughs> definitely not the case. Well, yeah. But it's just funny to think about. Never well, know because creepy to think about. I've never had a. Uh, Sleep paralysis monster, though. It's scary. I've had them more than once. No way. Um. Dude, yeah. I, it's it's scary. It's honestly, it's it's. I don't know. I it's only really get sleep paralysis when I'm sleeping outside of my house, or I have a fever. Yeah. I used to sleep in the OCC library every <laughs> single day, and every single day I would get sleep paralysis, <laughs> and I would just sit to open my eyes, and I'd sit there for like what felt like maybe like forty five seconds, just waiting for me to be able to breathe again. Staring, I was right? like, "This is horrible." Isn't that weird? What? It, why? Like, I looked it up, and it's and it's like you can't die through sleep paralysis. I'm like, yeah, "Did no. you ask them? Do you know? <laughs> like, how how would you know?" I don't. I can't believe well, that. I don't. It it may th- like when you're in sleep paralysis, it turns off your senses. So like, you don't know if you're you know moving your arm. Like that's why you're paralyzed because your senses are off. So that means like you can't feel things. You can't. So you're, you're telling me we're definitely breathing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I came out of sleep paralysis and I, I'd be gasping for air because I like I couldn't breathe. Then I, you but have ma- a different problem. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I just thought I had to gasp for air. Right. But I could, I, I'm like, well, I, it's kind of like the same thing, like when you feel like you're falling too. Like, have you ever had that before? Not in a dream. Like, I really? mean, like, no, actually, I, I have never. I have very uh, 
Like, I, don't, I don't have very physical dreams where I could feel things physically. Um, all my dreams are very just, like, emotionally awful. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, um, so, okay. But there was one time that I did feel something. And, like, I could physically feel things in my Yo. dream. Um, because I was astral projecting. Don't, yeah. don't even, bro. You're going <laughs> to me talking about DMT again, like, already. Literally. You're gone. You're gone. Um, yeah, it was the scariest thing. And I didn't know what was happening. But the only reason why I knew, because I had just, like, at that point, because I was so sick and tired of having night terrors just every night, and I couldn't sleep. I, I mean, I can't sleep now anyway, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So I looked up how to, you know, control my dreams so that I could stop the night terrors from happening. And it took me to lucid dreaming, and I figured out how to do it, and I trained myself, trained my brain how to do it. And then one article like, taught me about astral projection. And I, I read, like, what it was, and then I didn't want to do it because yeah, it sounded well, it so scary. awful. Right? And then no that way. night I went to bed and astral projected. <laughs> and it did and it on I its own. Like, and it did it on damn its own. It, I was no. like, God damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you ever see the conjuring? Yeah. Where, oh like, yeah. they astral project and he yeah. can't get back to his body? Right. And that's, uh, so I had just watched that movie, like, a week in advance before that. Oh and I was God, like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to get back to my body. I need to say something. How I liter I literally had you come on the show to talk about how you know sometimes life is hard and like you got a lot yeah. of li- and you like you work all the time you're I you do. literally have like no time to be a human and then we come on talking about dreams I'm so okay with this <laughs> this is awesome we can circle back no I don't I don't know if I want to circle back <laughs> because. You know how, like, at the beginning of every episode, like, okay, so I'll have a description of somebody in the description of, like, yeah. what goes on, and then I'll have a separate, different kind of intro at the beginning of the show, and I'm literally, like, we talk about dreams this episode, and not, like, what you want to do when you get older. We literally just talk about <laughs> dreams, like, what yeah. happens at night, um, but it's very interesting hearing someone's perspective of what happens to them, because I feel like dreams, um, which I think is what you were getting at before, is one of the most interesting topics ever, because everyone has, everyone's different. And they're but they're kind of like real and like things like astral projection, things like um, uh, sleep paralysis, yeah. um, and like things like DMT. Yeah. I think it's very cool, honestly. If I could have like twelve more episodes just hearing about people's like literal like physical dreams, that I think be, that'd be incredible. Yeah, no, it would be awesome because it's so you interesting. you learn so much about people. Um, but when you were saying astral proje- projection. So I'm going to talk about a lot of things that I'm not authorized to talk about because I don't know what the hell I'm talking Disclaimer. about. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> if you're listening to me and repeat what I say to your friends, you're an idiot. You're a mom. Okay. okay. Thank, well, thanks, Kylie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for agreeing with me. This is my... Get out. Get your boyfriend here. When is he coming? <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, now, all of this is speculative because everyone has a different experience, but for the most part... They have similar experiences with yeah. DMT. Yeah. Where it's like a lot, many people will take DMT and it only lasts for 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. And it takes 10 seconds to react to your body. Right. Um, because your body knows what to do with it. It produces it naturally and right. you can't overdose. The only thing you'd be able to do is not be able to experience the trip anymore because your body knows what to do with the excess amount. So, people have said they've taken DMT, mm-hmm. and they go basically to a different place, and it looks very normal, or at least normal in the sense where it's like you don't feel like you're on acid. Right. You feel fine. You're just yeah. in a place that you're unfamiliar with. Right. And 
people say they talk to these things. And now if you go online or you go on Reddit or whatever, people call them the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And everyone sees them differently. Some people, most people see them like elves. And I don't mean like Christmas elves, like probably like, like tall, like pointy-eared creatures. Some people see them like robots. Some people see them like bugs. Some people see them like squiggly, like slinkies. <laughs> like, I know. Um, Imagine. <laughs> but a lot of people, including myself, kind of believe that if there's a place we go when we die, that's probably it. Probably. And, and people are saying that, you know, you're in a meat pocket and you just, you, you, you pilot it with your, you know, your nervous system. And if you want to believe that you go somewhere when you die, there's so much, you know, like you can have faith in religion. Like, I mean, like I study a lot of religion, yeah. but if you want to have faith in something that has some kind of evidence and some kind of way you can actually like experience it, you might want to do research on DMT because the things people see, the way they feel, they say they feel like they're home. Yeah. And then they come out of it. Go ahead, what? Well, okay, so I saw this thing, and, like, I don't know how true it is because I saw it on TikTok, but... <laughs> oh, what do you mean? That's, that's, that's a scholarly site. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, no, I use it for college all the time. <laughs> Me too. But, um, but it was this one person, and they were talking about, like, uh, certain people, like, when they die, like, you know those people, like, that die, like, they're pronounced dead... But then they somehow get them back or whatever. Yeah. Well, there was, like, these couple people with these same stories, like, you know, oh, they see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, blah, 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 or, the you know, the tunnel of light, whatever it's yes. called. Um, a lot of people see that. But a lot of people had the same kind of thing, and it's kind of like what you said, but it's called the back room. So you ever, like, go into Oh, the back... Remember that, that game? People were playing the back yeah, room? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't want to talk... Oh, God, you're scared of hell. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, so basically, it's kind of like when you go cry. into, like, a store or something, and, like, you go into the part of the store that you're really not supposed to go into, that's what it feels like. But they say that it's, like, it feels like home, but there's, like, nothing around them, and it's, like, comforting, and they feel relaxed in this get, area. And the chills, Carly. Right, sorry. <laughs> that's what I learned off TikTok. This is not... It's not a bad thing that I'm getting chills... <laughs> But, yeah, that's, like, what people, some people see, like, when they die. Like, they just go to this, like, back room. And, like, a lot of people said, like, they don't, they don't know if it's, like, purgatory, if it's, like, you know, heaven Pur Well, or purgatory was or made up by, right. Catholic, like, Catholic. As far as I know, right. people might yell at me, but a popular belief amongst non-Catholics uh, and Christians is that it was made up by, like, the, you know, the, whatever. Like, all the, uh, like, the Pope and everything that, like, right, try right, to make right. people, like, follow and repent and like whatever right. but um it's i don't know man because you ever see uh you ever watch rick and morty oh yeah there's this and i'm not trying to say oh rick and morty's right about something no no <laughs> but it's really cool they, they had this one episode where um rick and morty they they put a helmet on and they play that game where they're uh, let's call him Rick. Uh, not Rick. That's the guy's name. Uh, Tom. They play as Tom. And they go through his life, and you take the helmet off, and Morty's like, "Who am I? What what just happened?" They live like in a computer simulation, the life of somebody else for an entire like eighty six years. Yeah. What if? Yeah, just let's have fun here. Theoretically, if that's what we're doing right now, we're just playing a game, or we're like going through a simulation, and as soon as we we're done with it, we come back right. in our in our DMT world, and we're oh, like, okay. "Oh, hey." We're back. We're here. It's like, what just happened to my life? Oh, that wasn't real. That, you that know, was, that was uh, you all were just, fiction. That like, you just made that all up. Can you um, can you imagine? I I literally had the same conversation with my dad last night. Because we were talking about basically how we just went from one talk of topic to the next. Is basically 
just what happened last night. But, um, like, I honestly believe, like, we said, my dad said, he goes, he goes, you know, people always look at it and say, like, oh, the gas is formed in the world or in space or something like that and created the Big Bang, which created our solar system and, well, you know, space and things like that. I don't know. The Before you continue, yeah. I, th- I just want to clarify. I don't know. I think some people are sh- are starting to disprove or at least discredit well, yeah. the Big Bang. Yeah, that's what he said. But the yeah. Big Bang was like um, all of matter that ever existed w- w- shrank down and then exploded right. again. Right. Uh, anyway, can continue like though. That. Like it. I mean, there's you know. But he said he's like, so where did space come from? And people, you know, it's always been there. But like, where did it come from? Like, well, yeah. How did we become a thing? So like, what is missing? Like, what are we missing in well in life? It's a very no- novice kind of like thought when you when you think about it because it's like obviously it's very it's very like of course no one knows not many people think about it because i mean like it's pointless right. kind of it's right. like how much oh, you yeah. can how much can you figure out by asking yourself this question right. and we got people to do that it's definitely not us yeah no, but, but yeah i mean like if you look out into the night sky i want you to really think about this that goes forever Oh yeah, that's forever. There's no end to it. No, um, I mean, like, at least as far as we know. Right, there could be. I mean, like if there was, that's I think it's just a wall. I think if there was an end to it, that would be more inconceivable than there than it being endless. Yeah, because I like what oh, we're inside well, of a container. I mean, like what is this? Right. So no, it's very very hard to imagine. So yes, it's like what is that? What's missing? And God, we are we are way off the deep oh, end here. Away we are. But <laughs> away we go. Like. I'm going to sound like a, not that I haven't said this before in other episodes, but it's like, imagine like, you know what the fourth dimension is? Oh, yeah. It's like time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what if that's kind of where the DMT, you know, beings are or like the other are or whatever it is. That maybe, What if that's where they are? Because what that kind of can mean is that no matter where we are in time, they could always find us. It's like putting a cat into a box. Right. And the cat can't see us, but we can see it. Right. We're the cat, and oh, the, yeah. and they're them. I I so yeah. So like, there's. I I say this all the time, um, when I when I try to explain this stuff, or at least I try to explain myself. Um, so you know how like animals have instincts. Oh yeah. So, okay, and you know how like, uh, it's a common, like. A lot of people know that, like, Native Americans, they, they'll see, like, ghosts, they'll see dead people, they'll, like, talk about spirits and stuff, right? I know much about that. Of course. <laughs> so, now, I use Stephen King as a way to explain this to people. Uh, you know what The Shining is? Oh, of course. Okay, um, for those that don't know what The Shining is, it's, no, um, no, <laughs> it's, it's basically a, a power that people in the Stephen King universe has that allows you to be able to, t- to like, telepathically talk to people um you could feel you could sense things like when energy is off when things are changing you could you could talk to dead people see dead people whatever why is it that humans don't have as much instinct as animals do and i think it's because of technology we don't need instinct anymore but whereas the western world which you and i came from has been developing for a very long time, has developed a lot of technology. The Eastern world has not. And I feel like 
the Western world and, and the Western world's uh, descendants and ancestors and everything, they've been slowly losing their ability to um, use instinct. Whereas Native Americans or like uh, Native Mexicans, they don't, they haven't lost as much instinct yet. And that's why they could still, they they could talk to people, they could see dead people, they, they could see spirits. Yeah. And it's kind of like uh, The Shining where it's like, they can shine, but we can't because we don't need it anymore. Right. So when you, when we talk about like dreams and DMT and, and the fourth dimensions and everything, I feel like all the DMT stuff is real, but we have grown, we, we move so far away from wanting to have any part of it yeah. that we're starting to like go a little crazy. I think it scares people. I think yes. people don't want to, they don't want to know. Use it or lose it, bro. Right. <laughs> They don't want to like know what's out there. They just want to well, be yeah, comfortable with yeah. you know their iPhone and uh, yeah, just be a person. I feel like there's a resurgence though because people are starting to like try to meditate more. Oh, people yeah. are reading more about psychedelics. States are legalizing psychedelics. Some um, countries sure. are getting more involved. Yeah. Um, I think it's starting to change. There's like there's a whole. I think there's a whole like um. There's like an American association, I think it's American, that is trying to get rid of as much light pollution on the planet as possible. Like in Hawaii, yeah. there's um a, an observ- a observatory, and below the observatory is like a town. But they have special lighting, so it doesn't, you know, light pollute to a certain point. Right. So the observatory, the telescope can see much further out. Um, like we're, we're losing a connection to, like, to space and seeing the lights and seeing the stars. And like, imagine... Kylie, if you were able to see the Milky Way every single night, that what would, would do? What would that do for you on a spiritual level? I would feel so like I would honestly feel like connected with with out there because we don't yes. know what's out there. There could be like other life forms. I don't know. I you know. Whatever. I mean, like, but like, oh, I definitely f- believe it. I believe it too. But you know, some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank, but, but, whoever Frank is, God damn you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but like, yeah, that would be like amazing to see, you know, beyond our solar system. Like that would just be crazy, you know? I want to try to ground us again. Just okay. a little bit. Let's yeah. Let's we're out of, where okay, are though. we? That's okay. We're having fun. <laughs> we are I don't care. Fun. That's the point of this. I mean, like when I, when I put in the description, I was, I'm going to tell you exactly, tell people exactly who you are. But it's like, Hey, but who am I? this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to try to uh, uh, find a way to ground us back to Earth. You were oh, you you were right when you said that um, you know people are scared. Yeah, and I was talking to a man that I work around. He's a member of the gym I work at, and he was saying, and, and he's an immigrant. He's been here for almost th- almost two years. Congratulations! Yeah, and he was saying, telling me, and he has broken english but i mean like he basically speaks two languages so i I wish i was him honestly but um he was telling me how in america he's noticed that no one cares about anything other than work for the most part oh yeah it's work 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 and he's like i don't understand this i don't understand yeah i under like sure cool big nice car big house but what about your brothers and your sisters your mother your father it's like what about your friends go to the gym go Take care of yourself. Like everyone's so worried about prestiging that they lose a piece of themselves. And and perhaps other countries are like this too, but I do agree with them. It's very American. And we are losing so much of what makes us us. Like, oh, we're, yeah. we're, like we're not enjoying things anymore. We're all depressed. But 
I, I see a glimmer of hope. People are trying to come back. Yeah, no, I definitely see it too. Um, but I think it's, you know, I mean, other countries have technology now. Like, it's oh, yeah. it's not like they live I think in it's just our culture. the 1700s anymore. You know? But, you know, um, you know, I honestly think we're so dependent on, you know, our phones, our laptops, our tablets, or, or this or that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I will never, ever, ever give my child a iPad until they're, like, 13. Because, yeah, like... That was a huge mistake that the most recent generation made. Right. And, like, I remember distinctly, like, going into restaurants when those things were, you know, a thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> getting crayons. Yeah. And getting crayons and, like, listening to my parents and, you know, the whole, like, yeah. you know, children are seen, not heard. I mean, my parents never said that to me. But, like, yeah. that was kind of, like, the mindset. You sat there and you... Shut up. Well, like, I definitely don't think see not heard is a good thing, but I know what you're saying. Well, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, you know, I'd be there with my crayons or whatever, and, you know, that's how I kept busy. Or sometimes when a restaurant didn't have crayons, I sat there and listened to my parents, and, like, they yeah. would ask me questions, and it was a bonding exercise. Now I see a lot of these people, who, like, when you go out to restaurants, every kid, boom, has a tablet in front of them. Like, what do you do? Like, there's no connection in your family anymore. Like, you're not having, like... A lot, like you said before, like a lot of parents, like both spouses have to work. Yeah. And then you finally get to go out with your kids. You finally get to have a meal together, all of you together, and you put a tablet in front of them. The other problem is, too, is that kids are growing up, and even like people our age, mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit older, um, but from, let's say from, you know, 25 all all, all the way below is... uh. At least Americans, because that's the only thing I could uh, I could speak for. Right, are growing up wanting to be like I'm like shame on me, be YouTubers, <laughs> be um like TikTok <laughs> stars, be famous, or be you know a reality TV show, whatever. And oh, like yeah. no one, I, I I I don't find a lot of people. I'm sure they're out there, but I don't find a lot of kids talking about being you know astronauts or being you know engineers and like that was a thing when i was younger oh yeah like a lot of kids wanted to do that oh, well but i wanted to be a veterinarian when i was kid. yeah but um there's so much the limelight does not last long but it's there's so many of those lights are on that it seems like it's everywhere right and everyone's like i want a piece of it i want a piece of it I and wanna, i want my 15 seconds of yeah and they're they're losing because growing there's oh my gosh okay I quote this way too often. Um, I'm gonna say it correctly. It's uh, do we w- did you watch Fight Club and ever Fight Club? Fight Club. Um, I think so. I'm not 100 sure. You gotta go home and watch it. <laughs> um, it's the oh, it's the best movie. Fight Club. Just want to make sure I get it right. Uh, and. Is it? I think I think this is it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um I just the reason why I like Fight Club so much is because it, it explains what it's you know, what what it, what it's like to be um lonely, but lonely in a group. Yeah. Um and I feel like a lot of kids are gonna go through that yeah. because they they feel like they're a part of this. Oh, let's all get famous. Let's all like, uh, TikTok dances. Um, the, 
the newest skin on Fortnite or Call of Duty, and they want, they want, they want because they've been taught that this is what you need to desire. Right. But it ends up being so lonely because you're not cultivating any kind of like new culture, and you're not, you're not really doing much. I'm mean, like, yeah, if you play video games online, you can find a lot of cool friends. Um, and I'm sure, oh, yeah. that, I'm sure that's great. But then it's like when it comes down to like creating a life for yourself, it's very hard to find something to attach yourself to without some kind of like, like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, right. imagine like going to work every day. Now, I'm sure you understand. Oh, yeah. And I don't want kids to grow up feeling like their only choice is unhappiness because all they've been taught is to, you know, desire almost impossible things. Oh, yeah. I, um, I'm looking up the quote. Circling like, back to like all the technology and like kids you know at a young age like using technology i remember when i worked at my old dance studio at a student who was five years old five years old yeah she's cute this little thing i loved her but she had an iphone a working iphone that like could make calls make text messages everything like that and she also had snapchat what is a five-year-old going to do yeah. Snapchat? You know what's on Snapchat, man? You know you can literally just go add people you don't know? Right, and, and it's, just it's scary because and it's also, like, one of the only apps that you can't really monitor as a parent either. I mean, you can, but there's, like... Can you? No, because if you try to sign into a, your Snapchat account on a different phone, it logs oh, you it logs out. Up, of yeah. your, so you can't check anything unless the kid yeah, saves, like, a picture or I don't, something I like don't that. think you should, like, be monitoring your children like that, but I also know that kids aren't... It's like when you go to American health class and they teach you nothing about sex. They just basically say, don't do it. Right. It's like they should have a class on, like, I feel like gym like teachers. if it happens. I feel, like, I feel like phys ed teachers have so much more potential. Imagine, imagine okay, I'm going to teach you how to do correct, like, lifts and stuff. Like, that's great. Let's also teach you about, you know, online safety. Let's talk about, like, right. mental health. Let's talk about sexual health. Like, like, there's so many things that they could be doing that we, we aren't learning. So when See, it comes. in my ahead. high school, we did learn a uh, decent amount amount about it you know um my high school was pretty good on like saying like oh don't have sex until you're married but if it happens here's what you can do so that you're safe you know and yeah. they wanted to s- instill that in us or whatever um, <laughs> my all my but, health classes were a joke um well yeah um <laughs> it was just i don't know i hated health class i really so let's listen to this quote okay <clears throat> hit me I see in the Fight Club the strongest and smartest men who've ever lived. I see all this potential, and I see squandering. God damn it, an entire generation pumping gas, waiting tables, slaves with white collars, advertising has us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs we hate so we can buy shit we don't need. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised by television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't, and we're slowly learning that fact, and we're very, very pissed off. And, like, that's that quote perfectly encapsulates how a lot of the youth between, like, 30 and below feel. Oh, yeah. You know, 100%. not that 30 is youth, but... Well, yes, it is. Don't I, offend the 30-year-olds. I'll have to offend whoever the hell I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. 30-year-old, you're not youthful, but you might be, you know kind and gentle and you might be you know have a child brain but no you're an adult now i'm sorry so am i i'm only 23 i'm an adult i'm 23 as well but that that i love that quote because although the world's kind of going crazy right now we might end up in some crazy event which you know has been happening slowly and slowly but purpose a lot of children 
are losing purpose. A lot of adults are losing purpose. I agree. And having a purpose-driven lifestyle, I think, is so necessary for you to be a healthy and happy adult. But honestly, the more people there are and the less jobs there are and the longer we start online and seeing things we can't we can't have, the less purpose we're going to feel like we can obtain. Right. And I don't know the fix for it, but... I think... So, my thing is, like, I see in my students, and, like, I love my students. They're, you they're, teach dance? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, I love my students, like, more than anything in the world. Like, I would die for my students, honestly. Um, but I do see a trend in in every student that I've had, uh, whether it be in the past or now, um, especially in, like, my preteen students, they are addicted to their cell phones, addicted to it. They're on yeah. TikTok. They're, on, they're texting their friends. I had a student FaceTime, me, or FaceTime their friend in the middle of class, and I was like, what are you doing? You're learning. So... I take dance very seriously. Like, I've been dancing since I was five years old. And, you know, I take it very seriously. I went to performing arts high school. So I think of it not so much as exercise anymore. I think of it, you know, as an an art because it is an art, but it's also a sport. Let's make that debate. <laughs> well, yeah, I could definitely. I mean, like, I, like, I yeah. will fight that until the day I die. I don't know who's ca- not calling dance a sport. Idiots. I'm mean, like, if you're, like, doing a one-two, maybe not. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're just, like, you know, vibing in your car yeah, or something that's like probably that. probably not a sport. That's not, but, you know, <laughs> like, have you ever seen a ballerina? Like, yeah, look at their easy. legs and tell they me they They literally made a, a whole movie called, uh, what's the movie with Chad and Tatum? Oh, Step Up. They made, an entire up yeah. they made an entire movie about how it's a sport. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, yes, I get it. It's an art. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But karate's an art, and it's considered a sport. Yeah. Cheer is an art, and it's considered a sport. I so mean, depending on what cheer, I think some cheers were just for show. But I make mean, my sister did Pop Warner. She right. worked her ass off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's yeah. Why? Why is dance such a big stigmatism? No anyway, idea. getting back to my point. So I think of it as an art, and I want to, and I have such a passion for it that I want to give that passion to my kids. Yeah. yeah, I call them my kids. People think I have children. Yeah, I don't have yeah. kids. I don't. I'm 23. I can't. Um. Anyway, <laughs> but I give you know that passion back to my students and everything like that. But I feel as though when it comes to them actually being in class and them saying like, "Oh, can I go get a water break?" and then them being on their phones, like that they're not getting what I got when I was younger. If I brought my cell phone into dance class, that thing would have been smacked out of my hands so quickly that it would have went flying across the room and I'd never seen it again. Because my dance teachers wanted to teach us the passion and the, the art form of dance. They didn't just want us to, you know, do, like, step claps and step claps and everything like that. They wanted yeah. to teach us, like, about, you know, what is dance, like, what makes dance so important. And I see that this gener- this newer generation that's, like, coming about is, like, losing that. They don't care anymore. What do you think? Like, it's very easy to say what they have too much of. What do you think is missing, though? Because, like, if you say what's too much of, like, oh, too much of their phone, uh, too much of social media, too, uh, too much of uh, they're the missing self-absorption. They're, they're missing their childhood. That's what they're missing. What's a childhood, though? What is that? Basically just 
being a kid like I, I feel like you know with social media and everything like that I feel as though that's like more adult not adult but like you know more grown up like I don't think a seven-year-old should be on Instagram yeah I don't think a nine-year-old should be on TikTok like I don't think these kids should be anywhere near social media you know media. what I have a real big problem with sure you do know okay I don't have to tell no. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm on TikTok and I only follow, follow s- me. I I only follow <laughs> well I only follow six people because my sister told me I had to follow people and I was like okay and I just stopped. But even before then, before when I followed no one for like three months, all of my and this might I don't know what your opinion on this is, so it might make you angry. But all the things I would see on the for you page on TikTok, like the Explorer, is basically all like half naked women. Yeah. Why? Well, let me let me open it up. I, First of all, there's many reasons why. One oh, of the yeah. biggest reasons is because it fucking sells. People want to consume that day in and day out. But what I don't like is when we have those eight-year-old little girls going on thinking that this is what you need to do to be right. a normal girl. Right. Not even like a popular girl. Not even like rich and famous. Like, no, this this is normal. This, right. But it's not. It's not. I recently saw, I think it was a TikTok, but I saw it on like some other meme app. Yeah. Where this girl was saying, I think the biggest lie us women were told was that it was empowering to show off our bodies. And it's like, <laughs> it's like you know that there's like this political picture of someone in a hijab. I, is that the entire? Uh, no. Um, what, correct me. I, I don't a hajib. A ha- what, whatever, it's the full covering. Yeah. Um, and then there was a, a woman in a complete bikini. And one was th- the one in the bikini was saying, oh my gosh, she's so oppressed. And the one in the, the guard was saying, oh my gosh, she's so oppressed. She doesn't realize it. It's like they both say the same thing. Right. But I, I feel like for women to think that they're – and fuck me, I'm not a woman, but, you know, I'm going to say my opinion. I think for women to think that they're taking back their, like, um, who they are mm. it, and, like, like their confidence by removing everything that should be sacred to them. Yeah. I feel like, listen, I'm not going to complain. If you want to just run around showing off your body, listen – you're not hurting me. Go for it. Hell yeah. Do what you want. But I, it, it perplexes me that they think they're, you know, taking something back. Right. I don't. Do you, what's your opinion on that? So, everything is so misconstrued nowadays. People have their own like thought processes, and it's hard to have your own thought process when it comes to these types of things. But I grew up with the knowledge of whatever you're comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Whether it be your bare naked skin or two sweatshirts and two pairs of sweatpants p- piled on top of each other so you don't see any part of your body. Yeah. Do with that what you will. I've always been the type of person that's always been a little self-conscious. Yeah. I've been in dance in my entire life, so it's kind of, you know, it's a little hard on the brain um, because you have to be perfect. But, yeah. you know. um, Like, there's too much of both, though. There's, there's too much of, like showy too much of like not showy you right. everyone's got mental fucked up right up, exactly know? so i've always had like a, a an issue with like my image and stuff like that but you know i recently just said screw it because who cares like yeah. honestly who cares at the end of the day what i wear i could wear my batman onesie outside in 90 degree weather who's gonna give a crap you know what i mean and not only about like what i wear but about how, like, my brain thinks, too. Like, about the morals that I've had. Um, you know, I grew up on, like, oh, save yourself until marriage kind of thing. But if yeah. it happens, oh, well. 
And I remember, like, going through high school, like, I didn't want to do anything like that. I just just wanted to go through high school and have a nice life. And I, I remember this one girl said to me, I was in a relationship at the time, and she goes, oh, so have you guys, you know, done it yet? And I'm like, no. She's like, well, you guys been together for, like, a year now. Like, what? Are you, when are you going to do it? And I'm like, not. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. And she goes, well, that's how you save a relationship. And I was like. Jeez. What? Oh, you must be a shitty person. If that's like, how you save what? a relationship. If her only way to save a relationship was to sell her body. Right. And I don't mean well, that literally. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, then you are, you gotta be so boring to talk to. Right. And it's oh like. Oh my gosh. And it's like, what about like conversations? What about like mutual interests? You know. What about opposite interests? There, like, yeah. There's yeah. a lot more that goes into a relationship than just that. You know what I mean? And Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> there's um there's a, my mind. well there's there's two ways to think about that though i have a lot to say what you just said first of all and i'm gonna give try to remember because i might forget when we go back to it but good. you said something about going out in a onesie who's gonna care right i agree with that confidence yeah but i disagree with the result Be- right people um, are people are going to care and, and it, they're going to make fun of you. And it does matter. Right. How you look, how you dress, and how you present yourself says something about who you are. Right. And that goes for dressing up in a onesie or wearing no clothes for millions of people on social media. Right. It says something about who you are. Exactly. Um, it's not up to you to tell me what kind of person you are because you want me to view you a certain way. I'm going to view you exactly how you present yourself. Right. Um, whether that's sloppy, neat, whatever. First of all, there, there's that, but then it's also like, yes, of course, have confidence, be who you want, but also be smart enough to understand what impact it's going to have on your life. Right. There's a time and a place for, you know, me to wear my onesie or yes. me to, and I know you were being hyperbolic. Like right, you weren't right, being right. literal. No, I mean, like I've only went out in it once. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> then there's, there's something else you said, um, f- following that. I just pretty much like. You know, who cares? Like, I'll wear whatever. Yeah, there's something else. There's something else. Um, okay, so, something about you no know, TikTok and whatever and people being on online or whatever. Yeah, basically, like, yeah, re- I don't try think to repeat kids, what you're saying. I don't think kids should be on TikTok because of, like, all the things that they could see. I, I wrote a whole paper on it. A yeah. whole paper on, like, social media and how it influences kids and how bad it is. I got 100. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you ever have Jason Malloy? Jason Malloy. That name sounds familiar. He's a professor there. Don't worry about I it. I don't know. I'll tell you after. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm just, it, like I said before, it, it upsets me when I see little girls think that, that that's the way you're supposed to go. Right. Now, look, like I said, you can, you can do whatever you want. Right. But I'm going to have an opinion about it. Um, also, when you said before, um, saving yourself for marriage. I don't really have much of an opinion on that, but I have heard something very interesting. My cousin said this to me. He said, Mark, I understand, you know, wanting to have sex before marriage. It makes sense. It It's a part of who you are. So why why shouldn't it be something you share so you um, can learn something about each other? Make sure you really want to do this for the rest of your lives. Right. But also, Mark, wouldn't it be nice to know that without having sex involved, without that being any kind of a deciding factor that this person wants to commit to you based solely on who you are as a person, your character. Right. I was like, you know, that's actually a really cool point. It'd be nice if 
the next relationship I have, if I have another one, I, I hope this is it for me. <laughs> but in the event that I have another relationship, it would be kind of cool to not sleep together. So we have a idea of who we are as a character, and we make our lifetime choice based only on who we are. Right. Then also, the way what you are, who you are sexually, is a big part of who you are. So oh, I mean, like you got to make the choice there. So, I but I it mean, is a cool idea. It was a choice of mine, you know, for a really long time. Um, but as you know, things happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But it, um, it, it it's 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 cool to. I don't know. It's like it yeah. I definitely understand and I'm kind of glad that it didn't happen when I was in that relationship. I was in that relationship for three years. And I just, you know. Yeah, it it's it's, res- it's it's like I could I could respect it. I don't but that what that girl said to you. you it would, was like that is awful. And I was also a big person on I don't want to I never want, you know, I don't want to do drugs underage. I don't want to drink underage. Like, I was a very big person on that. Like, I wanted to stay my age. Can you? I didn't want to grow up. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, I was the only kid I knew that didn't want to grow up. Right. Like, uh, same here. Like, I was the only one in my school that didn't go out to crazy parties and drink until they got wasted. And, like, not the only person, but, you know, uh, that's what I felt like. And yeah. people always made fun of me for it. And I was like, I don't feel like getting drunk. Like, is that so hard to believe? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Well, what's your opinion on how almost, like, I'll, when I go on TikTok to upload, like, a clip from the show. Yeah. I have to, it, it puts me on the there for, uh, the for you page before I can go onto my profile. Right. And I always watch whatever's the first thing on there. And people are so self-absorbed. Like, oh, yeah. there was this, I don't, I, there's like this overlay, this voice overlay where, I guess it was an originally a TikTok. Someone was saying, uh, I want to, um, I don't want to be cute anymore. I want to be hot. I want to be sexy. Everyone always calls me cute. And I'm like, that might be a problem she has. But then people took that audio and put it over their other videos, literally just saying, look at me, I'm cute. Like, you're not sorrowful that you're not respected as a woman. You're just trying to de- tell people, hey, I'm cute and I know it. Look at me. It's so self-absorbed no, and yeah. I can't stand it. No, I can't it, stand it. It makes me like nauseous. No, yeah. See, <laughs> I am very short. I'm 4'11 for anyone who wants to know. Yo, <laughs> You're weirdo. That, uh, <laughs> that obsessed me because when I was younger, the <laughs> Disney Channel commercial for car seats would come on and be like, your oh kid should still be in a car seat. Yes. They're 4'11. I'm like, bro, I'm an, I'm an eighth grade. I do not <laughs> need a car seat. <laughs> I'm 23 years old. I do not need a car yeah. seat, Disney. Can you God. imagine? That's so funny. No, imagine. Well, I kind of need one because I can't see over my steering wheel. But anyway, um... So, yeah, so, like, I'm short. I have a baby face. Like, under the makeup, I have a baby face. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wear makeup, because I, I want to look older. Anytime I walk into a liquor store or a bar, casino, wherever the heck I am. How often do you go to casinos? I went to the casino once, so that's why I put it <laughs> <Okay>. in there. Okay. <laughs> I went to Costco like, and got carded, okay? Um, that's a funny story that I should probably tell. What the hell are you buying at Costco when you need a card? You buy alcohol at Costco? No, okay, so here's the funny thing. I had just, like, turned 18. Or, no, I'm sorry. I was about 19 or 20 at this what time. What, cheese was? Wait, no, so, you know how, like, they have the free samples there? You walk up and you get, you yeah. can get, like, a little... Oh, they, like, where's your mom? Oh, my God. So, this woman goes, oh, ma'am, or, hi, sweetie, like, where's your mom? Oh, And I was right. like... What? And she goes, well, you need to be at least 12. 
Oh, my god! In order gosh. to get this chicken nugget or something. I forget what it was, but let's just say chicken nuggets. Oh, whatever. My and I gosh. was like. It's like, I'm double that. I'm like, like what I'm, I, I can't take it. Like, I'm sorry when it happens. I'm just like, well, you see, my mom's at home with my dad and I drove myself here. So can I have a chicken nugget, please? Oh, my like, gosh. Okay, you see me pushing the cart by myself with a purse in, th- like, context clues, people. Huh, come yeah, on. I know man. I look young, but, I mean, honestly. Also, th- who's allergic to chicken? So just give right, I know. And, like, just give me a chicken nugget. My God. There's, uh, I was walking home. What am I, a rogue vegan? <laughs> well, yeah, a rogue <laughs> vegan. It's like, there she is, get her. Oh, my God, that was a good get one. Her. When I think I was a freshman, I used to walk this girl home from school because she lived really far away. Mm-hmm. And um, so I on so I walked home from school, and then I was walking back to my house. And on my way back to my house, I saw this kid that's in my class and has been for like the last five years. And he said, "What's up?" I was like, "What's up?" And he, he put his hand up for a high five, gave him a high five, and then we both walked our separate ways. And I was like, I got confused. I was like, that felt a little weird. And I was like, and I walked back to him. I was like, "Hey, you know where I am, right?" And he's like, "What? I don't know." No, I always give little kids high fives. I'm like. Bro, we're in the same class. Like, he thought I was, oh like, an God. elementary schooler. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was a freshman in high school in his class. That's amazing. It was just so, oh, my. He he felt so awkward. He's oh insane. No, he, imagine. like, crossed the street. He, like, didn't even say anything to me. He crossed the street. Well, I have another funny story, kind of. Uh-huh. Um, not similar to that, but it just, it, it blows my mind. When people look at me, they're like, ah, child, right? Because, ah, okay. child. So when I was 18, right? November uh, 8th was, like, the election or whatever. So, like, I went to vote for the very first time. I was so excited, right? I voted. I was like, wow, I'm a true American. Vote, blah, blah, blah. Then it was also my dad's birthday. So we went to Olive Garden afterwards. And I will never forget this story for as long as I live. We went to Olive Garden. And the woman at the little hostess desk, she's like, oh, uh, how many? You know, and my mom goes, oh, three, blah, blah, blah. So I'm talking to my dad, and I'm not really paying attention. And she goes, okay, so two regular menus and a kid's menu. Now, I'm used to that. I'm used to getting, I'm used to it by now. Like, okay, fine, whatever. My mom goes, oh, no, that won't be necessary. This is where it went too far. The woman literally turns to me and she goes, but it has stickers. Oh, no. I lost it. I was like, well, no, I didn't lose it, but (laughs) I just froze. I was just looking at her like, did you really just say that? Holy. And my oh dad man. looked at me and was like, oh, my God. So then, like, my mom was like, no, it's okay. Because, like, I didn't know what to say. I was, like, frozen. I was like, what do I, how do I, what? So then oh as we're walking, gosh. my mom goes, because she's, like, walking in front. And then my mom's, like, walking behind her. She's, like, bringing us to our table. And my, me and my dad are, like, looking at each other, like, did that really just happen? Like, did that woman just ask me if I wanted stickers? So yes, but don't say that to me. Yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> slip them to me yeah, <laughs> like later don't. on. But, um, so my mom was like, oh, yeah, she would have loved the stickers, like, 10 years ago. And the woman goes, why? And she goes, well, she's 18. She just voted for the very first time. And the woman was so embarrassed. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, it's fine. Like, it happens all the time. Just no one ever offers me stickers. I mean, I'll take them. You, you should have <laughs> said, like, middle-aged women don't usually off me. She's like, she's like 21. She's like, oh, how dare you? How dare you? How old is she, you think? The hostess? Yeah. Uh, she was older. She had to be, like, 50s, maybe. Oh, okay. Then yeah, she was, like, she was an older 
lady. Um, I don't know. Then but saying yeah. middle age wouldn't be a burn. It would just be true. <laughs> I was like, that's it. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, is it my height? Is that what people get confused with? Um, I don't know. I've never, I mean, like, you're in my college class, so I never had that thought. Right, exactly. And I was never like, oh my gosh, the teacher brought her kid. <laughs> like, I never thought that, you know? I've definitely had that happen to me before, too. Um, I don't, I, I'm like, I don't, and I don't mistake people for, I don't, I've never had that problem where I, I made a mistake like that. Well, you know, Anna, she's yeah, two years younger than me, I think. Wow, that's a lot, actually, for you yeah. guys being good friends. Oh, well, yeah. we Well, we grew up together. So she was, you know, three when I was five in dance. So, yeah. Um, but everyone always thinks she's, like, my older sister. And I'm like, no, I'm... We're not related, oh, first of all. And <laughs> second, I'm two years older. You guys look nothing alike. It's the brown hair. That's all it is. black hair. She, well, she actually has brown hair, but it's dyed. What does um, she th- say it is? Well, it's black. She dyes it black. We both did for oh. a really, we also, okay, so we both have brown hair naturally. Yeah. And then we both dyed our hair black at the exact same time. <laughs> so that gotcha. didn't help the, the conspiracy theory that we're related. And plus we're so close. God, that sucks though, being mistaken like that. Yeah. Like, just because she's taller than me, they people think that she's older than me. That's like my mindset. And like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I really don't give a crap. So, <clears throat> it's kind of funny that. Actually, I don't. I don't, don't want to talk too much about Anna because she's not here to like explain <laughs> defend things. herself. Not even defend herself. Like, <laughs> like people don't know who the hell we're talking about. Yeah, sorry, but, it's my best friend. Anyway, but um, this episode's crazy. Yes, yeah, this is this is like I. I'm mean, like I, th- like episodes like this are a lot of fun because yeah. like, because you know like when I bring people in, I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I talk want to talk to you about because you've got this going on and I want to know about it. Yeah. Um. And of course, I had that for you, but then <laughs> I, I don't know what it was that it's, like just see, pushed us away. It's the brain, uh, my brain. Well, because I, I was like, not that the other thing was like boring, but like this is like so much better. This is just like hanging out. I love that. I love hanging out. Yeah, me too. Um, I I kind of wish I had more of an education, more knowledge about like the dreams and like DMT and stuff, to like actually like yeah. discuss it with you. Oh yeah, and, I, and like. I don't. We'll do a little research. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a little <laughs> research. I'll just I'll go get my masters and like whatever like just real quick. Yeah. No I'll come back episode 2 next week. <laughs> we'll just talk about DMT and we both chemicals now have and, masters and psychedelics. Also. Would you do DMT? No. Why not? I I don't know. I'm not into that all all that type of stuff. It's just like against my your morals, your ethics. There's a difference. Yes. Do you know what the difference is between morals and e- ethics? Listen, I went through an ethics class, and I don't want to repeat it. <laughs> well, I'm just ethics is like, as far as I know, it's the um, the decided upon rules of a society. Correct. And then and morals, morals are, are your own personal your own thing. Personal, correct. Um. So that's like when you're in a job, and they're like, "These are our ethics." Yeah. And then they don't say these are our morals. Yeah. Well, I mean, some companies do, but like they more tort, you know, turn it towards so ethics. Is it against your morals or ethics to? It's against my. It's not against my morals because, like, again, like I don't care what other people do. Uh huh. I just don't want to. Okay. I mean, maybe. One time, when I'm like, are you fr- are you scared? Yes. <laughs> what are you afraid of? Um, I don't do well with 
I don't do well with medication in Neither general. Do I. Neither do I. I don't. Yeah. And so, like, certain medications I'm allergic to. So, like, if I'm taking something that's going to make me see things, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, with all the, like, the health concerns and everything that I had, like, I don't want to chance it. What if you did it with a professional, though? Because they have those. Right. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I still, I don't know. I understand. I would have to do, like, extensive research. I understand the fear, though. Like, get a master's. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I have I don't have a good relationship with uh, drugs either, like, pres- prescribed drugs or anything. Like, nothing works very well for me, especially if it messes with anything with your brain. Um, like, I can't take, like, Tylenol. It makes me mm-hmm. hallucinate. Like, but I can take ibuprofen. That's odd. Well, because they're, they're, <laughs> they're two different types of drugs. Yeah, it's so you know, weird, Tylenol's though. a, um, anti- Antihistamine? Antihistamine. And ibuprofen is, you know, ibuprofen. Well. Advil is ibuprofen. Um, I, that's what I was trying to say. Like I, like, I can't drink. I can't smoke. Like, it just doesn't agree with me. But I feel like... I, I genuinely believe that there is something to the DMT. Because, like, it's worshipped, like, around the world in different cultures. Right. So I, I want to know. I might hate it, but I want to know. Right. Like, I'm, I'm always curious about things. Because I always yeah. hear people, like, talk about, like, these... You know, psychedelic drugs or something. Like, I don't like care that. about acid. Like, get, I don't give a shit. No, about that. that's like that. That I don't care about that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's that's not for me. Yeah, no, thank you. But um, or any like crazy thing like that. Like, but you know, like shrooms or something like that, or or just weed in general. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm like shrooms are actually really healthy for you. I've heard that. Yeah, because. I'm like, they use it to, if, like, a football player gets, like, a concussion or they, like, get, like, rattled and their heads are gone, they really? will actually medicate them with mushrooms because um, oh, yeah. it repairs your brain. Huh. Um, mushrooms are actually really good for you. Do you know what the stoned ape theory is? No. So, you know how, like, all of a sudden, like, for some reason, we are so much smarter than every animal on the planet. Oh, I mean, well, yeah. Evolution, sure. But yeah. a lot of people are saying that the reason why our brain just, like, doubled or tripled in size, like, so rapidly is because... Um, we started eating mushrooms, mm-hmm. which just, it's like, imagine like a computer. It's like, it, it could only get so big. Cause like our heads basically destroy a woman's body when we come out of them. Right. So yes. we can't really get no. any bigger. Or we're going to kill our mothers, right. but we can get more compact. Great. So it was like a mushroom. That's kind of what mushrooms did. It just made us more compact and smarter. So people are saying the stone ape theory is that one of the reasons why we are who we are now is because we had we took a lot of psilocybin and it made us what we are now and that's it, smart. Yeah, I don't know if it's true. It, it's a theory. It's you know, but mushrooms are like really good for you. Um, I never like in, you know. in moderation. Right? No, I don't yeah. think I'd be taking mushrooms <laughs> every day. Yeah, because I'd be you'd see things on the street probably just like walking around. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, people people take acid and they um. They uh, what's it called? They they'll see things for years afterwards. No, nah, that's nuts. Yeah, nah, I don't you got to be it. really careful with that. My brain is already it's screwed up. Like I don't need to be seen. Exactly. It you don't. But like shrooms are good for you. Like it's like doctors use it. Well, because it is natural. It's not like it's yeah. a. It's like made in some type of lab. Like yeah, grow them. Yeah, and know? that's why DMT is even more is is even safer than psilocybin. <laughs> You know, I was going to tell my students to watch this podcast, but... You can't. You <laughs> can't. No How way. old are they? Three? No. Well, some of them are, but the other ones are a little bit older. You definitely can't. You should have said something before. I was like, Mark, no, listen, no, you no, can't no, curse. No, please. I couldn't it's curse okay. in my last episode really? because um, we were going to show somebody that wouldn't like it if we cursed. Not the point. My parents don't like me cursing, but, you know, I don't care. Your parents are going to love me. It's okay. <laughs> 
They're going to see this. And they're going to be like, Kylie Lynn. <laughs> who, who is this kid? Who is this? That's right. They got to catch me before they can hurt me. <laughs> um. Yeah. What do you, yeah, I guess your kids aren't going to be watching no, this now. It's fine. That's so funny, though. I should have said something. But, no, um, no, no, no. I... But the funny thing is, too, like, I have a student, I'm not going to name her because she's young, but um, from my old studio, um, and, like, we became really close. Like, she thinks of me as, like, an older sister. So, like, you know, she'll tell me anything. And, like, I honestly, I don't care. Like, I'll give advice. But, you know, once it gets, like, too involved, then I'll, like, text her mom or something like that. Or, like, tell her to tell her mom, you know. And just be like, you know, like, okay, boundary you know because uh, i'm not related to you i'm not actually your sister but yeah. you know i will be there for you if you need that help so like we've discussed other things too and she's you know she knows when to stop but like <laughs> i don't want to watch this is like this is like <laughs> the physical and mental health episodes like what happens if you don't have good physical and mental health right do you talk about drive <laughs> Um, but it's d- funny because do I'm kids. not. Yeah, no, don't, don't do, do don't do that. I mean, like, if you really want to, no, no, I mean, like, if you really know, <laughs> no, seriously, don't. Wait, so you're out of the house. Yeah. No one can tell you what to do. Right. Um, but I've never been like big on drugs. I've never like I've yeah, never wanted I. to do them. Yeah. I've been curious. Do you think you never wanted to do them because you were raised to believe that they're bad, or because you genuinely think you don't want it? I generally believe I don't want it because, like, my parents raised me. I think they've raised me fairly well. Not a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, not too much. Not too much. Um, they died every other day. Yeah, no. <laughs> just like, you know, dying every day and having seizures. But, um, no, nah, my parents raised me pretty well. Like, you know, I didn't want to drink when I got to high school, because my parents, I, you know, not a young age, but, like, I would say, like, oh, mom, what are you drinking? And, like, my parents weren't big drinkers either. Like, they would have a drink, like, here and there. But my mom would always be like, oh, try a sip, you know? Yeah. And, like, I would, and I hated it. Oh, it doesn't taste good, yeah. It doesn't taste good. It's horrible. It's disgusting. But, and there's to (laughs) this day where I can't drink certain things because I have a memory of, like, sipping on something and hating it when I was younger. Really? Yeah. It's, like, crazy. Oh, full circle back to, like, memories. How, like, although that that part of your life is over, your brain's like, yo, it happened yesterday. Don't do it again. Right. Exactly. And it's, like, I think that's, like, one of the reasons why my parents did that so that I would deter myself away from it when I was, like, a little bit older. Now, in some cases, that doesn't work. People just want to drink, and they're just going to go do it. Or they want to smoke weed, and they're just going to go do it. Yes. But, you know, my parents were always like, you know, we don't really want you doing these things. But, like, if it happens, like, you can always tell us. Like, if you go to a party and you get, you know, too drunk or something like that and you can't drive home, like, tell us. We'll come get you. No question at all. And then in the morning, we'll kill you. You know, <laughs> something like that. Like, why are you underage drinking? But yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I was a very, I still am a very good kid when it comes oh, to same, my relationship yeah. with my parents. Um, I don't know what the relationship was like with my siblings and my parents when it came to drugs and alcohol and stuff. But um, I don't think they were very hard about it. But of course, just like, um, I guess a respect thing where it's like, at least like, don't hide anything. Let us right. know. Um, yeah. 
I do feel like personally one of the reasons why I don't like or I have a bad relationship with a bad relationship with drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. is because of my raising of being raised that way. I yeah. think if I wasn't if I was raised differently, I I would feel differently. I would right. probably smoke and I'd probably drink. Right. Um but it, 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 I think I was so screwed up in the head about what it was. It ruined it for me. Like, I can't do anything without freaking out. No, same. So, like, I just yeah, don't, well, I just stay away. I'm in the same boat. Like, if I think I'm going to get in trouble for it, I'm 23. <laughs> like, I've said this, like, seven times now. But I'm 23 years old, but I still feel like I could get in trouble for doing something. Yeah, it's like in the back of your head. Not even by cops or, like, you know, law enforcement, whatever. By my parents. Like, it's still in the back of my head. Like, if I do this, I'm going to end up getting in trouble. That's so weird. That's, like, (laughs) fucked. Like, that's weird. Yeah, it's like, that's how you were raised. Right. Like, I'll be 42 and moved out with, like, a family. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, my God, I can't do this. And DMT is going to be legal. (laughs) And you're going to be like, I can't. My parents, (laughs) they'll know. They'll know. No, no. But yeah, like, don't so they like live in Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> they're on the moon now. Like a, what, are you yeah, what, about? Do you, what do you mean? They won't know. Yeah, you know, I understand yeah. that where it's like... um, I have... It's not like... I guess it is like a fear. Like Yeah, no, it definitely I is don't want to disappoint it, my family. Yeah. Like fear's, fear's big. I f- fear's yeah. the strongest emotion. I agree, yeah. Um, no, it is. You can't live your life without fear. It's, it's what keeps you alive. And people say that they're fearless, and I think that's a little. People crap, say that they think you know. love is the greatest emotion. That is such BS. Even within love, there is fear. Of, you, of course. I mean, like you wouldn't try hard to love somebody if you weren't afraid to lose them, or you weren't afraid right. to get hurt yourself. Right. Like that's why you try because you're afraid. Exactly. Like people say, "Nah, man, I think joy, I think happiness." Like, Shut up, bro. You don't. Shut up. You're you're trying to sound cool. You don't know. Yeah, I'm so much better than no. <laughs> But fear is definitely the strongest emotion. So when it comes to like trying new things, like your child self is like, are my parents, would my parents like be okay with this? Right. And yeah, so I feel like the way you're raised, I actually read a book, it's downstairs. Um, It's about CPTSD. It's about growing up with, uh, whether they're caring or not caring parents, is growing up in a environment that has, you know, paved the way to, unhappiness or terror or fear or you know uncomfort or anxiety when you're older right um it is about how like even being raised like not to do drugs can make you afraid to just take an advil (laughs) or yeah or like you're like have a beer like when you're 25 it's like it'll it's it like kind of messes with you right the way you're raised and i'm saying your parents or my parents or anyone's parents did it wrong it's it's crazy how much of an impact that has because we absorb information so differently like I remember I went to a party when I was like 17 or no, I was 18 at the time. And a lot of my friends were younger because I graduated in 2017. Um, But I should have graduated in 2016. But because I was homeschooled, I wanted to go back to I went I put myself back a year. So I did eighth grade twice. Um, You did that yourself? You said I put myself back? Yeah. So my mom said like do you want to just jump right into high school? And I said, no, not really. I want to kind of get my feet wet before I jump into high school because I had done, you know, homeschooling oh, from preschool. That's a mature decision. Right. <laughs> but um, I I was homeschooled from preschool all the way up to eighth grade. And um, I did eighth grade, homeschooled and everything. And then that summer, 
I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just repeat eighth grade. Like, that's totally fine. So I can get a chance to also audition for PAA and then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. also like, you know, get my feet wet. I hated it. I hated my middle school. Middle Sorry. school sucks. Middle, middle, middle school, school is awful. And then when you jump right into your eighth grade year as a new person. Oh my gosh. God awful. But I forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah. So anyway, so I put myself back. So I was a super senior. So when I graduated, I was 19. Um, so when I was 18, I went to a party with a bunch of my minor friends because all of my friends Hell were younger. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone started drinking and I was the only adult. Oh, so you'd get in, in a lot of trouble. So I would get in a lot of trouble. So automatically I was like, Mom, come pick me up. <laughs> like, oh my God. I don't yeah, hear, yeah, yeah. You know, and like I left because I, God forbid the cops got called. I would have been the only adult there because their parents weren't home. So I don't know if they would really, you know, charge you for anything. It but would. I don't know if they would do it differently because like, you know, although yeah. some cops could be assholes, they're obvious. They're aware. They know what's going on. Right. Yeah. It's not even I your mean, house. So and it's like, like, I didn't drink. I wasn't like drinking yeah. or anything because, again, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But there was plenty of times, like, right before I turned 21. So, like, my birthday's in January. So, that New Year's before I turned, you know, uh, 21, I went to a friend's house. And, you know, it was New Year's Eve. So, like, we had champagne, blah, blah, blah. And I literally called my mother and said hey ball's gonna drop soon can i have a glass of champagne just like a little bit and she's like yeah kylie go ahead and And how old are you i was 20 okay because like i had never drank at a party before i you know i never really drank at that point so i was like okay cool so i had a little bit and that was that and then i turned 21 and I'm not, like, an avid drinker, but, like, I'll have a drink here and there. You know how you said, like, you've never drank at a party before? It's like, I've never even been at a party before unless <laughs> I threw it myself. Like, I've n- never. So, well, it's like... I mean, it wasn't until I started, you know, um, like, high school, it wasn't really a party. It was more of, like, a... Did I invite a you to together. a party? No. You hate me. No, I mu- <laughs> it must have been before I met you, because I invited... Everyone I had a Halloween party. It was crazy. Yeah, no, that was before you met me. Damn, it was, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, um, because I remember you talking about it in acting class. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> yes, bro, <laughs> yeah, she got crazy. Someone threw up in my sink. The yeah. toilet was right next to it, and they couldn't. They had to use a sink, so I made my friend clean it. Up. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, it was awful. It was so bad. Um, Worst. I was gonna say, uh, something about drinking. My friend, my friend got lost. At a party once. And then we found him in his car. And like... <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so funny. Because we couldn't find him for like 30 minutes. My f- my one friend gets super drunk. Yeah. Like belligerent. Yeah. I've had to claw him out of my house. Oh my God. And... And then he would, he would, he, he, oh my, I, 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 we had to drag him out of my house and he would do laps around the house screaming. That's funny. And it's like, you're not even drunk. You're doing this on purpose. Like, get out of here. Yeah. It was so stupid, man. The first time I ever had, like, a lot of drinks at a party. Did I you get drunk? I, Don't say I had a lot of drinks. Say you got drunk. Okay. <laughs> what kind of, what I got, okay. One I, time I had a lot of drinks. It wasn't a lot. Okay. I'm like a lightweight. So yeah, well, not really. Okay. Course. I mixed like multiple different alcohols. That's why. So <laughs> I hear that's bad for you. Yeah. It's really bad. So I had um, proper 12 if you ever. Oh yeah. Of course. I, I like whiskey. I, um, I like 
Jameson. You know what this is? My last guest made this. It's oh. it's um like mead. It's what? Blackberry uh melomel. Melomel, I don't know. It's it's like it's mead, I'm pretty sure. Mead is like fermented honey. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and like th- those are pineapple and honey uh fermented. That's Very cool. Very cool. That's cool. Continue. But anyway, so I like Jameson stuff, but my friend had brought like proper twelve. And then my kryptonite is a green apple Smirnoff ice. I love them with all of my heart. Um, <laughs> I can't have many of them because then it just like it's a bad experience. Anyway, so I had one of those, and then I had a um, red, white, and berry like Smirnoff, and then I had some proper twelve and then rocket I had pop, and then I had a, a rocket pop shot. Oh, I, you're dead. I was dead. I was dead. But. The funny thing is when I get tipsy or, you know, whatever, um, I start doing cartwheels. Yes. And, and you throw, somersaults. Did you throw up? No. Um, that's I, I don't throw up. I don't actually get hangovers if I drink. How do you have all these problems and yet you're not throwing up after drinking all this stuff? <laughs> you maniac. I don't know what's wrong with me. This is something wrong with me. We better figure it out. What the hell? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like... It's, I don't know. But, yes, and then my parents picked me up that night because I was like, yeah, I had a couple drinks. Yeah, I don't. Sober life is for me. Uh, Yeah, I like being sober. I don't like drinking, even though it just sounded like I do because I apparently am a lot of fun at parties. So, (laughs) let me, let me, so this is what I've learned from, about you so far, right? I I had no idea about your physical illnesses. That's a huge, uh... It's a big thing to learn. Um, I didn't know about, you know, obviously, of course, your opinions on social media. And I I felt like I was taking a big risk when I was talking about, like, I think it's kind of weird that women just show their bodies all the time. I know I I learned a lot about you. And, of course, like I, I said, like, I think twice already, how hard you work. First of all, I have no idea how you found time to come here. (laughs) <laughs> um, well you asked me like five months ago basically like, months ago. <laughs> like a long time ago yeah, it was a long time i ago. actually kept forgetting that i was like did i i scheduled her right i had to keep going back into my book to make sure you were scheduled yeah. i was like okay she's there I mean, he always I, texts I, me. I kept <laughs> feeling like i didn't schedule you it was a dream it was so weird um but i don't know i learned a lot about you and i, I don't know i really just Liked hanging out. This went by really quickly. Yeah, it did go by. I'm like looking at my watch. And <laughs> yeah, you're getting like you're hours. getting blown up right now, right? I know. Yeah. Um, People are wondering where I am. <laughs> okay. What was that? What did you say? <laughs> no, I have no idea what you just said. What did you say? I said people are wondering where I am, and I'm held hostage. Oh yeah, she is held. Yeah, she's not escaping. We're in a basement, three stories under. Yeah. Um. There's like. There's water surrounding. us. Yeah, I've got armed guards. Water surrounding us. You can't swim. No, I can't actually. You can't swim, <laughs> Kylie. <laughs> Kylie, you can't swim? I can. Were you raised in a city? Yes. No. Um, well, I moved down here when I was three, but I was raised in Jersey City. You don't learn how to swim until you're like four or five. Right. But like, I, I love the water. Don't get me wrong. And like, I could swim when I, I was younger, but then when something, something happened you when I was older. You can't swim, bro. That's what I hate. The beach because I'm so scared of the ocean because I'm going to drown. The ocean is dangerous. But I once was a camp counselor. Let me okay. tell this story really quick. I was once a camp counselor and we went to the beach. And instead of me being smart, 
the riptides were just insane. And my kids just didn't understand because they were like four and fifth graders, fourth and fifth graders. So they didn't understand that like, this is dangerous. Like stop doing that. Um, but they would get caught in the riptides and just like went out. Right. So me being dumb and scared to death that I'm going to lose these kids in the ocean. I jump in knowing I can't swim. You're dumb. Into a riptide. Why? Because I was scared that these kids were going to, like, drown. Don't worry, you won't die alone. Right, exactly. So, like, it was just a a nightmare. And no one else, everyone knew I couldn't swim. But no one else was going in after the kids. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? And then I would just, like, keep diving in. And eventually I kind of, like, got used to it. Like, just picking kids out of the water. It was a nightmare. I, I don't understand when people say I don't know how to swim because... Explain like, so it's not like, that I don't that know how to swim. It's I get extremely fatigued very quickly. So like I know how to swim. Like it. Oh, it's not just because you're nervous, right? Because your body I'm, shouldn't get that fatigued that quickly. Yeah, I get very like I'll start swimming, and then I don't move. I just swim in the same spot. It's like the weirdest thing. I don't know how to stop anything. Maybe <laughs> I need to go it, swimless. I feel like I might know why. It's probably because you're. Trying to stay afloat with your kicking your legs, yes, and trying to move forward with your arms, so you end up kicking backwards with your legs and moving right. forward with your arms. Right, that's probably what you're doing. It's probably I'm just like, and then I start turning. So yeah, that makes sense. You start turning. <laughs> there she is. I'm Lap so number fun, 12. like you know, in the like a twelve foot pool. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, the best way to learn how to swim is do exactly what you did, though. Right. So I mean, like. I mean, yeah, it's definitely helped, like, when I was a camp counselor. And then, like, yeah. my, my when we used to go to the pool and stuff like that, like, my kids always made me go in the deep end and jump in. And I think the best way to learn how to swim is to get comfortable with holding your breath underwater. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because as as soon as you get comfortable with uh, holding your breath underwater, you're not afraid about getting, <laughs> getting uh, tired because you can just hold your breath and come back up. Right, and, like, I don't know. I Like, I'm really good at holding my breath underwater. Which is really weird. Yeah. But I don't know. That's <laughs> well, I thank you so much for uh, being here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We're gonna do this again with a uh, yes. maybe more guidelines yes. next time. <laughs> this was this was great though. No, I mean, like fun. if I knew if I knew your where you stood on a lot of these, like you know, we said before that I definitely have to do just bring people out and talk about their like literal dreams. Yeah. That's cool. A hundred. I would love that. Hundred percent. Um, but. If I knew how your opinions or how you thought about things um, beforehand, that's definitely what we would have been talking about <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah, but I'm, um, I'm an open book when it comes to a lot of things. But I say thank you so much. Um, I don't know. I got anything else to say. Is that it? Good to go. Pretty much it. All right, yeah, guys. I think we're good. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Hey, everybody.